0: Hey everyone, it's Benji here. I just want to let you guys know that the Budget Overland podcast is uh, no more. Uh, ended that back in February 2024. I just wanted to come on here and give you guys a disclaimer as to not buy anything from Budget Overland Official. The only two things that you should be able to join is the Facebook group, and that is under groups. And it's called Budget Overland You have to ask to join It's still up and operational And then BudgetOverlandPortal.com will still be up and operational until the domain name runs out Which I believe is good till 2026 Anything, everything else that's Budget Overland out there Please don't support, please don't buy It's either spam, scam, or something else Uh, Just want to let you guys know I did start a new podcast called New Found Overland It's available on all major platforms Love to have you over there uh, just kind of disclaimer here, guys up front, before you get into today's episode, there's a lot of gold out here. You know, every episode we had some good guests and good topics, so I don't want to discourage you guys from listening further, so please do, and I'd love to see you over on Newfound Overland. Bye-bye.
1: But our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. Yeah, I mean, his shenanigans are cruel and tragic. Which makes them not shenanigans at all, really. Evil shenanigans. I swear to god.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Overland Shenanigans here on Budget Overland Podcast. I'm your host Bidgey, and this might be one of the shortest episodes we've had. I don't know. It might be about 15 minutes or so. You're in the right place. Stick around and see what we get into today. All right, guys, we had one voicemail, so we got one voicemail to listen to, and then also I did another small business shout-out interview uh, with PKV Knives, so um, yeah, we're going to listen to that one. It's going to be cool. It'll be towards the end of the show, Uh, but before we get into anything, I have got to tell you guys an update on my Forerunner. so as you guys know, blah, 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 dead horse right now, right? We're beating a dead horse, so I think I finally figured it out, and uh, I'm in the middle of doing it right now, but however, the front right wheel bearing was shot and it it always started out doing kind of like a small bump vibration or whatever it never could find it of course I would jack it up and try to like you know get a pry bar underneath the tires and try to feel movement and all that stuff just couldn't couldn't capture it couldn't find it and uh, me and my wife a couple weeks ago we went to Tulsa with our son and it kind of did the whole way there I mean you can climb over it uh, I think it was anywhere from like 60 to 67 miles an hour uh, you know, it was very noticeable, very violent, if you will, not like a death wobble on a Jeep violent, but pretty, pretty up there. And, uh, you know, it's almost like a, a sensation of, if you had like a really super, uh, low PSI and just one tire in the front, it would just shake crazy. So anyway, then the last weekend I went to Arkansas by myself, uh, met up with some friends down there. And it did it the whole way there and back, and it was even worse. So Monday, I threw it in uh, in my shop, and then I jacked up the front end again and kind of did the whole wiggle test again with the pry bar, and it was the front right actually had some play in it this time. It was just so – I don't know how I missed it the first time, unless it just was on its way out. It wasn't making any noise or anything. So hopefully I get that pressed in this week. Um, while I was in there, the CV axle was broken probably because of all the shaking, which is fine. I've got import direct from O'Reilly's. So it's a lifetime free replacement. And then, um, I'm doing a starter. Um, I don't know. I was, it was an O'Reilly's brand starter. So I've got the original uh, Toyota starter. I'm going to rebuild it, throw it in there. And I think that's it. Everything else on it's pretty much brand new. Oh, I've got a set of all terrain tires. I'm going to throw on there, um, just to see if that helps the smooth, um, uh, smoothness, if you will, uh, for interstate travel and all that jazz. So that's where I'm at in a nutshell, knock on wood. Uh, I hope this fixes it. It seems like every time we're doing the shenanigans show, I'm always talking about my rig and how I can't find this elusive vibration, but, uh, guys, I've got uh, high hopes for this one. So anyway, that's where I'm at with the forerunner and it's, it's kind of discouraging, especially whenever you're like, you know, you guys can relate you put a lot of work in your rigs and stuff and if you can't dial it in or if you keep having problems with it it just gets uh, kind of frustrating and then we're getting into uh i guess august is tuesday golly august is tuesday and then our missouri weather will start to um cooperate a little bit better towards the middle of september september early september sometimes with flukes and stuff so i'm ready to go camping just about every weekend if i can we got Rendezvous in the Ozarks coming up October, I think, 12th and 13th and 14th. Uh, check it out. Um, I think it's rendezvousintheozarks.net. You can purchase your tickets down there. I'm not in any way affiliated with it. It's just one of my favorite events that, uh, that's down in the Ozarks in Arkansas. It's held at Mulberry Mountain. And I think last year they had about six or 700 rigs. So let's say an average of twelve to 1,400 people, maybe. And, uh, the cool thing about that, it's kind of like a small mini expo, um, where you got all the vendors and stuff in the middle. And, uh, each vendor, for my understanding, everyone does this. Um, they donate a product or an item, um, to a giveaway towards the end of the event. I think on Saturday night, um, once you sign up, register all that, you, you go to the gate, blah, 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 get all your stuff. They give you a ticket. So at the end of the event on Saturday, they're doing drawings left and right. I think last year they gave away five sets or not five sets tires, a set of five tires away last year. Um, I think they gave away some method wheels. They gave away a winch uh, Evo. Uh, They gave away a rooftop tent and then all the small stuff in between. So it's really cool. It's really fun. Everybody hangs out for that. Some people leave Saturday night. Some people sleep uh, the night also, and then wake up Sunday and part ways. Uh, Some people come a week early. Some people stay a week late and just have a good time. So anyway, if you guys are, Contemplating on going to Rito, I will be there. Uh, I know a lot of my friends will be there, and we're going to do a uh, hopefully a budget overland uh, meetup somewhere. I'll drop a pin. There is cell service there, but however, once more and more people show up, um, the cell service weakens. We'll probably bring our Starlink this year, just so my wife can have some work and peace of mind, and then also so I can get on there and uh, for sure drop a pin uh, where these meetups are going to happen. Hopefully, we just do one meetup. It might be on a Friday night, and uh, yeah, so be on the lookout for all that jazz. I'll try to post stuff on Instagram and, uh, and Facebook also. So I think that does it for most of our housekeeping. I've talked to a couple people about doing, um, like a limited shirt run. If you want to be in on that, um, I will for sure make an announcement on the shenanigans show on how to register for the shirt. And we're also going to do a hat, a limited run hat. It's the Richardson One Twelve hats. Uh, with a leather patch in the middle with um, this logo. It's got the trees on it and budget overlands on there. And then our established year. If you've not seen that um, and you're not on Facebook or Instagram, um, I'm not really sure how else you'll see it. So I might throw it on the website. That's the thing. We're not going to do orders through the website. So anyway, it's kind of all in the works right now. So once I solidify how to do this, And we actually have a um, game plan. I will let you guys know so you can go check out the logo that we're going to use, the quantity that we're going to do, and then how to order to where you don't miss out. So for sure, right now, we are going to do, uh, I think, 25 hats. I'm not sure on the t-shirts yet. Um, Trying to still work that out and what color we're going to do. We might do um, a few options for color. I've got to talk to the guys over there that are doing our shirts. And they are going to be a good high-quality shirt. They're not going to be like gildans or anything, real heavy material. It's going to be a, a nice lightweight shirt, if you will. I think that's it for most of the housekeeping stuff. If you guys want the phone number to call in to the voicemails, I truly do appreciate you guys calling. And, and don't feel like you're being repetitive or bothering me by any means, because that's kind of what makes this show fun. So I will give you the number right now. It is 314- two six six nine five three six it's also in the show notes below in case you're driving right now and you don't want to get in a wreck and we don't want you to get in a wreck either so there's that speaking of voicemails let's get in today's one and only caller let me turn up the volume here first all right here we go hey benji this is paul over at wandering possum i just wanted to call and thank you for everything you're doing for our community And I really didn't have a question, but I just wanted to challenge all the listeners to get on that Patreon of yours or Patreon at Budget Overland and throw you a couple bucks every now and then because the amount of entertainment you send us each month is worth a few bucks out of your pocket. Come on, people. Send Benji
1: some money. (laughs) Bye
0: bye thanks paul truly do appreciate you if you guys don't know who paul is or wandering possum uh, reverend paula on facebook and uh wandering possum on instagram super nice guy he's always buying stickers and supporting the show and just all this stuff and and i don't know man i, I just truly appreciate you paul appreciate you paul and I, I hardly push for like uh, Patreon, and I know Joe's over there. He's he's one of the original Patreon members. Also, he's always like, man, you got to push the Patreon. I just don't know how to do that, and I don't I don't want to come across as that um, needy. Um, I don't know everything that all the all the money from the stickers and stuff. Uh, you guys could buy those, by the way, over at portal dot com. All that money and everything from anything goes back into the show, uh, just to try to you know. I'm paying about 140 bucks right now a month for just what I'm doing right now. And it's not a pity party, but I appreciate you, Paul, for for at least bringing that up and maybe putting it on some people's radar. So very cool. Appreciate you, brother. Let's get into uh, PKV. I had him on. If you guys don't know, I'm going to put a link in the show notes for everything you can go do there. He is um, a bladesmith. And he's been doing it for about a year now, and he has got some really cool knives. He's coming out with new knives all the time. And the cool thing about him, uh, you could take a class and make your own knife. And I am going to do that this October with him. We've kind of talked about some dates. And I'm going to go down there to Arkansas, and we are going to make a knife. He said we can do it in about a day. He said he's had a couple youngsters uh, that aren't used to swinging hammers all the time. And uh, not saying I do, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to get into that, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, uh, we remodeled a house a couple of years ago. It, I'm going to tell you, we remodeled a house a couple of years ago. It was built in 1916. It's an old craftsman home. And, uh, I, yeah, I did a lot of the, uh, the grunt labor, if you will, especially demo and, uh, swinging a five pound, uh, little hammer in your hand to tear out some of the older stuff was, it, it gave me tendonitis for a little bit. And, uh, anyway, that's what I was kind of like, uh, I'll come down there and do it, but I'm not going to be some burly man to do it. I'm going to kind of go at my pace. So anyway, that's, nobody needs to hear that. All right, so guys, I'm going to leave uh, leave the show with this. Be sure to go check out his stuff. We like to support small business, and uh, you know he's right in our backyard too here in Arkansas. If you're in the area and you want to do a class, sign up. Um, uh, and, and even if you want to fly out here, if you've got the funds or whatever, if you want to fly out and do a class with them, cool. Uh, you're not obligated to do so. Um, you could also talk to him about a knife design or build. Say, Hey man, I'm looking for kind of this mixed with that. Can you do it? And I'm sure he could draw up something and he's very capable of doing this stuff. So guys, appreciate you listening. Tune back in Thursday. We got some more international travelers. You might know them by lovey and Ollie. They are uh, a young pair circumnavigating the globe on their adventure bike and We did a one-year, actually it was a little over one-year follow-up, and they are somewhere in Nicaragua, uh, uh, yeah, right now, so tune back in Thursday, guys, and uh, if you liked, eh, you don't have to share the shenanigans show, but if you do like the other podcasts on the Thursday show, share with a friend, that really helps go a long way, oh, and also don't forget to leave a review, and that enters you into our Super Swag Pack giveaway, at every 50 reviews we're going to do so. So anyway, I'll quit blabbering, let's get into uh, the uh, small business shout-out. And I will see you back here Thursday. Bye-bye. All right, guys. This is a small business shout-out number two. And uh, this one's pretty cool because we all like uh, knives, right? So we all like the, the camping knives and the choppers and all that. So I've got uh, Michael here with Pruitt Knives of Valor. And he is a bladesmith. And he's been at it for uh, about a year, a little over a year now. And he's been at some trade shows. And uh, he is he is making a name for himself. And... He's a friend of mine, so I, I thought it would be interesting to have him on the show uh, and to tell you guys about uh, what he, what it is that he's doing and all the cool stuff that you can do because he can tell you about that. But Michael, welcome, brother. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate the invite, Benji. For sure.
1: So what uh, is Pruitt Knives of Valor, man? So <clears throat> I got into knife making because, I mean, who doesn't love sweet knives, um, and finally just decided, you know what, I'm going to see what this is all about. See if I can do this and decide and figured out, Hey, I can actually get started making knives and it not be too taxing to kind of get started. Uh, and, and started out, you know, something that I can do with my kiddos, get them involved a little bit. And, um, and so in starting out, I was searching for like recycled goods, And so, for example, my, my first anvil was a piece of railroad track that I got from a friend that works for the railroad. Uh, and I learned that leaf springs make really good knives, leaf springs, spring, most spring material is good high carbon steel. And so that makes it a good hardenable steel. It'll hold a good edge. So I thought, well, I'll just, I'll find some leaf springs. I'll get started. So I started making knives out of leaf springs and really loved it. And, um, and then, uh, Baker, Caleb Baker with Baker Overland, um, just kind of nerded out. He's like, you're making these things out of leaf springs. That's awesome. I got to have one. (laughs) And so he bought one from me early on. Um, and he, um, he was, he kind of, because of that, him buying a knife from me and kind of getting connected with him, it was, I got connected into like the overlanding world. Um, and so I found out, you know, like a lot of guys who tend to overland are kind of truck, you know, gurus and they're like, oh, that'd be cool to have a, a leaf spring knife. And mm-hmm. um, so I have, I have just kind of gotten into that. I've made a lot of friends through the overlanding world. I did not expect it to be like a really cool community. Um, and so it's just slowly grown through social media. Um, and so I, I, I love knives. I've had a lot of cheap knives. And so now that I, now that I make them, I make them as high quality as I can. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm, I make the handles as comfortable as possible. Um I want to make a knife that does not have to be sharpened often so you can use it and abuse it and it's going to hold a really good edge. I've tested several and the edges have held up very very well. Um I've had some feedback from people that have that have said they've batoned them with an a- I don't I don't recommend batoning <laughs> a knife with another piece of steel uh but someone told me they batoned their knife uh through some making some kindling with the back of a hatchet Mm. and i was like please don't do that again but the fact that Mm. it held up i'm like okay that's the quality that i was striving for and it held up really well uh and so i'm just trying to produce knives that are custom handcrafted it's fun uh and that they'll but they're usable like Mm. there's a lot of knives out there that people just want to display and they look really cool and they're awesome um and i you know, if one, somebody wants to display my knife, that's, that's really cool. But I, I want to design it so it can be used. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I make anything from everyday carry knives, uh, hunting knives, skinny knives, um, kitchen knives, chef's knives, um, camp knives. I can't even think of anything else. Um, and so I do, I take custom orders Um, I, I typically just kind of make whatever comes to me. I love the art, the artistic side of it. And, uh, you know, sometimes I love to get out there and just get the steel hot, start hammering away and just see see what what happens. happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, those are some of my favorite knives that I've done is I don't have a, I don't have an idea in my mind. I'm just like, let's, let's see what happens. And they turn out to be really
0: cool. And there, would you say they're, you know, each and, I mean, you've, you've made some similar. I mean, are, are they all unique to their own? Like, or, or how would you describe that?
1: Cause yeah, you can mimic so, your
0: own knives pretty good. I mean.
1: Yeah. And I've had, I've had special orders where people have said, I really like that knife. Can you make me another one? And I'll make another one. And I can, uh, you know, I could put out multiple knives that have the same, uh, the same profile, the same handle, whatever, Um, and that's pretty doable. Um, but, and I've only, like, like you said earlier, I've only, I've been doing this over a little over a year. So there's still a ton of different, um, designs that I could do. Um, but I've done a few orders where somebody's ordered they've, you know, wanted two or three of the same knife. And so I'll, I'll make two or three of the same knife, same Mm -hmm. length, all that fun stuff.
0: That's man. So. So I mean, for me, like I bought because back in the day, what was it, forged in fire? Everybody wanted to oh, be a yeah. blacksmith, and it looked so easy and so cool. And absolutely, and I, I went out and built my own redneck little uh, coal forge, and I had like a blow dryer, to you know, as my blower and all that stuff, and got some angle iron just to plink around with, and it was like pretty hot, especially with coal. And I never even tried propane, but like with the coal, it's like you got to really keep an eye on that color and that and oh and, yeah, and the heat. And so it, like, started molting and stuff. I was like, screw this. <laughs> I was like, I just gave up.
1: Man, that charcoal gets stinking hot, hot. I mean, but prop- I just love the pro- smell those propane of forges get hot. But that charcoal, man, it gets <sighs> super hot. It'll melt your
0: steel, man. <laughs> I had a buddy come out, and uh, we were – he he's, like, into that mountain man outdoorsy. And he, he was uh, – a trapper for a while out in uh, i think montana or something so he, he lived that rugged life and he he wanted to come over one day and and mess with it and it was just i mean he had fun i was just yeah. like i i don't care anymore like i'll just watch it on tv <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's still cool but
1: <laughs> yeah it's definitely got to be something that you want to that you're passionate about to want to stick with it it's like but it's i mean cool like to- when I,
0: no, I was gonna say like I've seen you. You've done live demonstrations before. I've watched Caleb did an awesome video on you, uh, and, and it was like, "Oh, this guy yeah, this is pretty legit. He knows what he's doing." You know? Oh so. man! Well, thank you.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's fun. I, it's it's pat. It's it's a passion of mine that I've really yeah. I've really grown to love. And yeah. you know, I got to go to the the Moore Expo back in what was that April? April. Um, yeah. And got to do some forging demos. Got to meet a lot of really cool people out there. I mean, that was a ton of fun. And uh, little plug for myself. I'll be at Rendezvous come October. Rendezvous in the Ozarks. Yeah. Uh, you know, doing some more demos and uh, um, something I've always enjoyed is teaching people stuff that I'm passionate about. Um, and so, like, as a, I, my background is is physical therapy, uh, and so you know, I teach constantly. But in the knife stuff, I've started doing classes here recently. I've done a couple classes. And, uh, man, it is just a blast. I have loved yeah. making knives with other people. I think yeah. I almost think I'm, I have more fun doing that than simply making knives by myself. That's awesome.
0: How's that turned out for you? I mean, like, is your patience there or is it like a, a little better than what you might have anticipated it being like, cause you really pretty much have a day, right. To, yeah. to forge a knife with these folks. So it's like, is it going as expected or better than expected?
1: Uh, it's pretty much going, I would say better than expected. Um, my timeline, I thought that we would go late into the evening, but you know, the first class we started at like nine or nine thirty, or, and the other one was at like eight thirty in the morning and we wrapped up around three or four that afternoon. So, I mean, not bad. Nice. Um, and so, and I, you know, I offer the one day and the two day classes, I've done one two day class and I've done one one day class. Uh, and they both meant like they both went really, really well. And sweet. Uh, they were both teenage boys, uh, young, not, a, you know, not a lot of experience swinging a hammer. And so, you know, get somebody in here that has some experience swinging a hammer and, you know, we may wrap up even sooner.
0: Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so that's cool. So you're still doing classes and all that stuff. How can people get a hold of you?
1: Uh, so right now I've got Facebook and Instagram. It's just at Pruitt Knives of Valor uh and i'm getting a website set up should have that set up uh in the next day or two um and so that one uh will be indiecart.com slash knives of
0: valor and we will put all this in the show notes michael appreciate you coming on the show man and guys go out there and at least follow him if anything go follow his uh instagram you're on tiktok too all that stuff. Yeah, just started up in, uh, a TikTok as well. Same thing. Prutnize the Valor. You know how to increase your TikTok views, right? How's that? You have to do some knife juggling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll just make sure they're nice and dull, but nobody has to know that.
0: <laughs> it's all TV <laughs> magic. All right, brother. Well, thanks for coming on, and uh, that'll wrap it up for this segment. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, man. See you.